like you know if so like if I died someone probably would take my Instagram or like or no I don't think someone would take my Instagram because I don't think I'm relevant enough to be like anyone taking your Instagram yes but like usually when famous people die like someone would like get on their Instagram and be like yeah like x person passed today you know I heard rumors that he neglects his kids so so that's what I'm saying so like he, he doesn't even have anyone in his life to like so it's like all of the things we're hearing is literally speculation from fucking these third party what like it's not even like shade room tmz it's literally like these random websites does kevin samuel have friends hey kevin samuel's passed his way at 56 56 like that's so young to be passing away wow yeah like it's no like no no um no reputable source like who is news1.com like where does that even come from h-i-t-c dot like who are these people no, mais vraiment, I guess. Well, I, feel, I feel like, I don't know. Like, if people were faking my death, or at least, like, some news source... Yeah, you would say something about it. Yeah, someone would say something. Yeah, the reactions to Samuel's alleged death have teetered between gleeful exuberance <laughs> from women who have taken offense to his slanderous misogynoir and caution from those who wanted to know more. Samuel's Instagram account included a video he posted on Wednesday afternoon in which he, he is discussing, quote unquote, modern women and mused whether or not they are, quote unquote, a party of one. <laughs> His final tweet. Not hateful was, till the end. No, hateful exuberance is such a powerful descriptor <laughs> of joy. <laughs> Someone pulled out their leg, Merriam-Webster for this <laughs> they're this sort gleeful that is such a powerful like do you know how like how how much joy you have to feel like jumping for joy like they won the lottery for it to be qualified as gleeful exuberance you know how happy you have to be i don't feel i don't believe this is a tweet i don't believe kevin samuels is dead for the record but not me feeling bad but me not feeling bad if he is doesn't mean I'm quote unquote celebrating it. He went out of his way to be cruel. We're not required to mourn virtues he didn't show. And asking black women of all people t- to show tact is audacious. Quite I think literally. That, I think that that was well said. Yeah. Like we yeah. don't have to, I feel like celebrating death in general is just like, That's I don't know, it's just like a personal thing. Not even because it's Kevin Samuels, but just because it's like scary yeah. to celebrate death in general. I remember when XXX Tentacion died. Controversy celebrating that? Bro, niggas were jumping up and down because, yeah, listen, was he a good man? Genre, I'm not here to debate that. No. But <laughs> people oh, were like, oh, yeah, I remember people were like, wow, suicide. No, literally. People were literally tweeting that man was straight to hell. And I'm like, aren't you scared? Like, well, that is so late. Like, he was a like okay and kevin samuels as far as we know was not beating women as far as we Dude, know as listen, is regardless honestly for me regardless just like jumping for because death is too random for it to feel like it's karma like death happens to literally everyone like everybody dies like literally children die it's not karma i don't think kevin samuels is a bad enough person for people to be jumping for joy at his death I don't think I think jumping for joy at death regardless is like eh, I think that's scary territory like either like regardless I personally don't jump for joy when niggas die 
but Kevin Samuel was not. <laughs> I love how you said that. I just like, like, it's just something that people do and you're just not yeah, participating. Like, I personally <laughs> don't throw parties when people die. <laughs> like people die, And you see niggas get on Twitter literally like 25 seconds after and they'll be in this bitch about stuff. Oh yeah, da, 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 da. I'm happy he died. Like, calm, relax. It's not even, the body isn't even cold yet. We don't even know no. he's <laughs> dead. We do not but even literally still on the ground. Like you nobody sees Kevin Samuels is actually alive. And I know he's a bully. But can you imagine seeing people celebrate your death? As it, can you imagine <laughs> people think you're dead and you're scrolling through Twitter like, oh, I just took a long nap. Oh, I woke up and you're screaming. <laughs> and you're so and niggas are happy you died. But yeah. I mean, to be fair, does Kevin Samuel give a shit? Like, this, like if he actually woke up from a long ass nap, would he give a shit that people... Like a group of people that he doesn't really like. Let's it's be honest, he doesn't like black women. Doesn't like because the people who go hard for him go hard. They're in the compass. Yeah, like Godfather, they're Godfather. Tell me it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> if, if if it's real, R.I.P. Tell me you're not dead, bro. <laughs> no, nah, like Kevin Samuels. I, I just don't think he's a bad enough person for people to be like reacting like this to his death. Like he's not Hitler. Like you know, Jacques, people are literally acting as if this man like because he's granted was he a terrorist of sorts yes 100 percent. but like you don't need to watch kevin samuels you know what i mean like you know i feel like i feel like the thing too is like okay we're celebrating kevin samuels death there are hundreds of kevin samuels out there there are hundreds like kevin samuels he has like his little like army of people that he formed and he's let out in the wild like there are hundreds of kevin samuels out there i feel like it's just like like kevin samuel's dying i don't feel like it doesn't mean does any, like it doesn't mean anything in the grand scheme of things like genre, um, what's it called there were people who think like kevin samuels before he made his Instagram. before kevin samuels like some of your some of our fathers some of our brothers some of our friends are kevin samuel you know what i mean without so, the platform so like really and truly like jumping for joy at this man like all he did was give a platform or he gave like ideas that already existed these kind of spaces but it's like realistically you married a man who expects you to do what who expects you to maintain what who like who like what are the standards that you have in your relationship it's like realistically if you look at it deeply you're probably even in a relationship with a kevin samuel isn't it so like you know bro don't even get me that's the thing too because it's like kevin samuels is dead then you look over at your partner and if you gain some quarantine weights, he would leave you. Your partner's literally out here sobbing silently because Kevin Samuel died. Girl, please. Hey, can you, imagine, <laughs> can you imagine seeing your nigga in Kevin Samuel's comments? <laughs> oh my gosh. That is I'd so have crazy. To, no, mais genre, I'd have to colla- I'd have to break up with him. <laughs> Actually, you know, I wouldn't even break up. Well, I just sent him the screenshot of the comments. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, we're done. No, that is so we're embarrassing. So- that is so embarrassing. No, but still like celebrating. I feel like that's like, be- no, because death isn't, I don't think death is a, like to say that death is a punishment. I don't know. Cause good people die, you know, kids die, babies die. Like that's not a punishment. Also, like, did they die for a reason? Like they didn't die for a reason. Like death just happens, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, like Riff Kevin Samuels, Rip to the people that are inconvenienced by his death. Um, 
can you imagine you wake no emily stop can you imagine you wake up and now like you're lost you have no more guidance in the world because kevin <laughs> oh my gosh anyways it's time to be independent, Sis, and, uh, and then, uh, i don't know how to make I, I don't have someone telling me how to devalue women god damn it <laughs> there are plenty plenty of channels out there okay the fresh fit fun niggas got you oh no. yeah fresh fit the roommate stuff is cold wow. kevin you you you've breeded a good basis you know you've formed a strong foundation and your people will continue your legacy yes so um, a strong legacy i don't feel like r.i.p is appropriate but i think a good damn that's tough is in order <laughs> i think that that's a good that's crazy no it's just literally because when you sent me that text i was literally like that's that is wild like that's damn like, that's i just i don't know i just feel no no ways like wow that is so crazy no ways no ways drake really yeah. made drake really did what he needed to do with that song because uh, you know like kevin was a person and you know he lived and he now, lived a full life he now he has died no, he he found his purpose and he ran with it oh should we do a moment of silence no what <laughs> 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 What are we moments of silencing for? There are plenty of people who do shit for the community that die, and we don't say rest in peace to them or give them moments of silence. Yeah, I don't say rest in peace to them. That's tough. Yes, that damn that stuff applies. Kevin's, yeah, as Kevin was saying, you know, to the people who are inconvenienced by his death, I hope right. y'all y'all be easy, um, and I hope y'all find better sources of entertainment. Is that mean? I don't think that's mean. I don't know. Mean. I don't know because we're not happy that he's dead we just no. don't know i'm wildly indifferent yeah i i, I mean okay uh, see i was gonna say i wish he didn't die but i don't know if that's true because it's not that i i oh, look i'm indifferent either way like his content's still there like niggas who want to make content like his are still there i feel like kevin samuel like we said kevin samuel's da- dying literally means nothing in the grand scheme of things lost his life and that is unfortunate and that is what i'm going to say about that yeah yeah a person lost his life and that is unfortunate and yeah yeah anyways hey guys welcome back to another episode of black girls talk we talk about a lot of things wait do we still want to talk about friendships or do we want to go to the mi the assholes and react i mean i feel like we're already like in a non-serious yeah (laughs) anyways can you imagine where kevin it really makes you think he was only 56 down yo like and he was out and about too it's not like he was just sitting like he was doing I shit you, man in his nice suit he was doing shit image consultant you're not gonna be buried with your nice suits will you i highly doubt they won't bury him with his suit one but not all of them oh well not all of them no but that's crazy he have that many suits i feel like he did i feel like his whole thing was just about leveling up and i feel like men who level up always have plenty suits did he but was he actually did he actually make that much money well at, he at least branded himself like he did. So even if he didn't, he was... Because for a guy that says he makes 100K, like he's sitting on his computer for three consecutive hours Skyping random women. I'm just... No, like it was a legitimate question. Like you're here for three hours. Like I don't have... I'm poor and I don't have three hours to three just hours. kill talking to random women about the fact that they're fat. Like Especially because like, yeah, those IG lives were free. 
no men sent him money niggas y'all were out here going to your hard-earned minimum wage jobs coming here giving giving samuels your your cash because people pay for the consulting but the ig lives is free what consulting he like on the side like he'll do like yeah i know but like consulting where like i did not see like i was looking for the business and i could not find it anywhere do you not have it like linked in his bio or something yeah it was a website but it's like he'd be like oh i work with really big people who are those people like i never actually saw like like you looked up the address of his business and it was like a random abandoned place i think it was like a house or something i feel like he definitely works from home he does he definitely does not have an office the uh do do i think that's why he did that because maybe he didn't want to dox himself because i think he works from home Mm, but i think i think people book yeah people just book consulting so like Oh, I'm fat, which I really don't know what he would need to consult you on, but whatever. So yeah, I think it was just like fashion. I think that's what image. But it's like, if you're a man, literally just buy a suit. Like what the hell? (laughs) He was not a fashionista either. Like his fashion was not that like. Bro, what they would show what he wore in college. And I get college is a time to find yourself. But this man was lost. (laughs) (laughs) That was a L-O-S-T capital. But yeah, I think people would pay him to like consult him one on one. But those IG lives lasted for hours, and he those were very free. Those and were but very but like he got his platform from those IG lives. Yeah. So like, don't you need a platform as an image consultant? Like, who can attest to him being an image consultant? The or the whole like exactly like to the point of making the kind of money he says he was making. Maybe maybe he did like other business stuff. Maybe he was like a businessman turned consultant. I that I just feel like he had a normal job. Like I feel like he just had a job. <laughs> Can you imagine he was just like an accountant? I feel like he was an image consultant on the side, and he just kind of like. How are you an accountant and an image consultant on the side? You don't have you just don't have clients for your image consulting. But then what qualified? Mm, I guess that's the thing. You're just not qualified. You lie, Emily. You lie. Like <laughs> even before that whole you are ma'am you are average at best for him to for that to go viral he even needed that woman to tune in to his ig live but like how did people know of this man i guess we're just going on a tangent i get a platform though and already built like he already had a platform it was just small who was the first woman to call into that (laughs) ig live like i just don't understand how they found this man like (laughs) like true though because i only found him through other men just like this through that one like that that super viral video like he was like ma'am you are average at best that's the video but when he when that video had already went viral that woman was not the only woman to join that live. There were bare women in that live. I feel like he already he already had like a platform. It was just small though. Like he who, just needed one woman. Who? But who? Like, but like, how did she even find? Like, I mean, I think people he, the way people find like, things all the time. It had to be like a perfect storm of like low self esteem and definitely like IG recommendations. YouTube like, recommendations. It literally just had to. Because ain't no way a regular day. Because if I, because me being of sound mind and body, see Kevin Samuel's content going live and him just talking about how trash women are. Because even without women in the live, he just goes off. So it's like, why would I? Yeah, what would compel me? But I mean, that's the thing. Like the first few women that were coming on his live, like especially after that whole viral thing, for women with low self-esteem, like why would you call call up some random ass nigga in his house 
he literally just talks like he literally has no qualifications <laughs> no actual qualifications that you know of other than the fact that he has an opinion so like you're calling well, up some random nigga to validate you and tell you you're gonna find a man does he even live near where you live to be able to tell you that you won't find he's a single man he's a single man that you don't even want how did how are you gonna tell like you know he's not a matchmaker he's not nothing he's just a nigga sitting in his house and you're calling him so that he can tell you whether or not you're gonna find a man like it was already a bit rookie shikai the foundation was not there but as we said he was a man who died and for that somebody is mourning yeah somebody is having a hard day and that's unfortunate mm-hmm. okay that's on me anyways it, it doesn't matter which am i the asshole did you did you want to go for i want the secret burial <laughs> that just sounds so funny like how do you have like okay so there was one am i the asshole i gave emily a couple titles to try out and one is am i the asshole for deceiving my in-laws and burying my wife against their wishes <laughs> <laughs> even if the story ends like deceiving show. like you bamboozled your in-laws and gave the them like sand in an urn and the fact that there's like a whole reddit subsection called mib is so funny like that is so funny bro that one that you sent me where what was it the roommate the girl wouldn't take care of her roommate's child oh yeah the roommate's kid yeah yeah some people in this life are actually evil evil actually evil i think we can post it maybe on the podcast story so they know which one we're talking about yeah but it was circulating but, on twitter for that was actually fucking crazy. bro someone's like someone's med school t- something that someone has been studying like, you've been watching them too like it's not even like you just didn't know like you've you been watching no them study for it and just like i just don't feel like it you literally had no plans like it's not even like oh i had this super big thing and then like i really just couldn't do it you literally it was like three hours of your day like is uh, like you were gonna sit on the couch regardless you were going to be there regardless and this is not a stranger's kid like you've seen this kid you live with this kid you live with the kid you live with this kid oh like that's so like that's just like i don't that is disgusting that was disgusting oh principles boundaries yada 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 and people in the comments were actually agreeing with it i'm like aren't you guys tomorrow gonna be talking about community community no there's no community community. in north america i'm so sorry no there's really no sense of like not even what's the what devoir like there's no sense of duty duty to your your fucking to your neighbor community your neighbor your cohabitant you are living with this person and the people in this bus home oh it's not her kid it's not her kid it's not her child like the same people who are talking about like guys you need to reinforce your boundaries and like let people know it's not okay are the same people that are gonna be like oh my god like communism oh my god i'm a socialist oh my god like guys like the community have divest from the police like how can you how like like you know for all of those things to work like there needs to be some sense of like communal <laughs> like quite literally like you need to do things like you need to actually like get up and help people but aren't you thought what the like ugh. but it's not her kid she told her in advance and and like and the mom like and it said in the thing that like 
the person had exhausted all other options. So you you see her. It's not even like the, her calling everyone she knows. So it's not even like, oh, the babysitter canceled. Hey, can you do it? Which would have been fine, to be honest. One babysitter. Honestly, honestly. Roommate. I don't see a problem with that. She literally calls everyone she knows. If I call my mom, my friends, the baby's father. And it's everyone. like, she left. She was like, no, I have to get to this. And she leaves. And the roommate leaves with her, has the audacity to leave with her. And the roommate watches this woman tear up and just like, yeah, that's tough. Sayonara, maybe next year. Disgusting. No. Like, that is so, like, that's so gross. Like, how can you see another person, like, in that much distress and you have the capacity to help? Literally, all you need to do is sit on the couch. And I don't know how- Literally watch a child be- I don't know how old the baby is. Like, I'm assuming if the mom is like- The baby was self-sufficient from my knowledge, from what I remember. Well, even getting like a babysitter and stuff, it's not like an infant. (sighs) Anyways. But yeah, people- The mom probably even would have paid her. Like- Obviously. What the- Like- Okay. Am I the asshole for not wanting my girlfriend to go on vacation with me? My girlfriend and I, 18 female, 19 male- Um, have been together for two and a half years now we have always spoken about how we want to travel together but recently i've had a lot of physical and mental health problems that have caused me to not be able to work or go outside alone much it's not that big of a deal since we're still young and haven't got many expenses but lately she has been mentioning how she wants to travel to different states and internationally but she specified that it has to be with me i've been trying to speak to her about this um but causes us to get into arguments. The main point she has been saying is that I just want to do things for myself. And that made me bring up the idea of her wanting to break up because she hasn't ever expressed that she wanted to do these things without me. Wait, what? She said I was being ridiculous and that nothing has changed. But when I kept going, she mentioned that she would rather go with family or friends, even though we've never traveled anywhere together. She then said I was just making it about myself. Wait, wait, I'm confused. I think, yeah, I think he, the person miswrote something. Yeah. Is it that he wants to travel with his family? And she oh, sorry, sorry. I read it wrong. She specified that it has to be without me. She wants to travel to other states internationally without the partner. Okay. okay. She, she said I was being ridiculous and that nothing has changed. But when I kept going, she mentioned that she would rather go with family or friends, even though we've never traveled anywhere together. She then said I was just making it about myself. So he wants to travel with her and she does he, not want to travel with him. She expressed a desire to travel to other states and internationally. Without him. Just without him. With anyone but him. Friends and family, not him. Okay. I have pretty bad anxiety that I get from separation from my girlfriend and her being alone in a situation where I can't help. I know that this can cause unnecessary stress and she knows about it. So I feel bad having to bring it up when she talks about doing these things without me because I don't want um, to feel like I'm limiting her from doing what she wants. But I just can't see why she wouldn't at least just give me a good reason instead of being so argumentative when I bring up why she wouldn't let me go with her. I just want to be able to come to some sort of understanding or compromise. I'm so confused. Why is she so adamant on going on vacation without you? But also they're like, she's 18. Yeah, she's also 18. So it's like, I wouldn't want to go on a vacation with my 19 year old boyfriend either. Like, I feel like he's not the asshole for wanting to travel with her. But I think, and see, like, why would you say I want to travel with anyone but you? That's also a bit much. Yeah, that's because it's like being. Yeah, alone. that's a lot. But it's like I feel like she should give more of an explanation. Because from what I'm getting, it feels like when she's with him, he's always like up in her business. That's the sense. Of, no, but that's the vibe I'm getting. That like 
he'd be all like, oh, babe, I don't want to go out. Oh, babe, I don't want to go in the water. Oh, babe, like, that's a vibe. No. Not the water. Because he's like, I have pretty bad separation anxiety. Like, am I your pet? Like, why? No, I don't know. But people saying like, I have bad separation anxiety for my girlfriend. Like, you're 19, babe. Yeah, you are. But maybe mm-hmm. he has like an anxiety, like maybe he has like an anxiety issue. I wouldn't go on vacation with you if you're having like issues. If we're out and about and you're having issues. I wouldn't want to go on vacation with my 19-year-old boyfriend, period. Like, why? Yeah, that too. Like, we started dating two years ago when we were 16. I mean, to them, that's not necessarily relevant. The fact that they started dating in their their relationship is real to them, regardless of their age. I mean, it depends. But, like, to most people that I've been long-term in a young age, the fact that they were young means nothing to them. The love is still real. You know, like the two years is still two years, even if it wasn't two years in adult years. So regardless, going on vacation makes sense. But she doesn't want to go with him. So <laughs> so sucks to suck. Yeah. People are saying in the comments that he's smothering her. You're the asshole for having her do the work when it comes to your mental health problems. Oh. Hello, get therapy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love young relationships. I love young dating. OK, you're saying that like you're old. You're 20. This is what people mean when they say we sound like jaded. Or we sound fucking sorry. Why are you talking? No, love young love. I do love young. I mean, when I get in relationships, it's young relationships. And you know, it's there, you know. You don't talk about your own relationship as young love. I do consider my relationships to be young love. But you don't talk about it like that that's not how you talk about because to you your relationship is your relationship like you don't be like yeah but my but like i'm also aware oh like, i don't have adult, love yeah but i also I'm, I'm aware that we don't have adult responsibilities like i can feel well not i can feel but i know there's like a lack of adult responsibilities in terms of the way i conduct my relationships you know what? like i'm not out here worrying about like mortgage or like salary job like i go to uni you know, and I live uni life and, you know, my parents help me pay my rent. And I'm just like, you know, like I go to Starbucks four times a week and I just do my thing, you know, whereas it's just like, I don't feel, it, it doesn't feel like an adult relationship. Like it feels like a young relationship, if that makes sense. Like if I were in high school, I would feel like I would be able to tell like, this is a high school relationship because it's like, we see each other in the hallways. We kiss behind the stairwell, you know, like, <laughs> Yo, this couple in my high school used to like. Anyways, this girl would get fingered behind the porch. Ew! What the fuck? Why did you go there? Like we were literally talking about some shit. Like, why are you talking about some girl getting finger jammed in her vagina? Like behind the bleachers, because you were talking behind the bleachers, behind the bleachers, behind the portables, because you were talking about we're kissing behind the stairs. So I took it a step further. Anyway, shout out. I was about to say her name. I won't. But shout out to you if you're listening to this. You're not because you're a white woman. But you know. Shout out. I don't feel like much of our listener base is white. So I don't no. Feel- no. Um, but yeah, I feel like I don't consider my relationships because while I am a young person and I am in like while conducting relationships, I don't think about my relationships and be like, oh, young love. I consider the limitations of my relationships. I try not to take my relationships too seriously because I get I guess I get scared that if I start taking my relationships too seriously I'm gonna make like adult decisions I'm gonna start making decisions I'm not necessarily ready for what do you mean like 
I don't want to be like taking my relationships too seriously. And then we're out here considering marriage, but what? I'm not ready for that. That was or, so no, like I did. No, I did. A nigga who was like talking about marriage a lot. And I was like, nee. you know, like it was just like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm hyper aware of like how young I am. Like, I know that I'm young and I'm trying to be aware of the limitations that I have so that I tread carefully so that I'm not acting as if I know everything. I don't know if you get what I mean. Like, I've always been like that. I've always been like, when I was 12, I was like, I'm 12. And I know that there's a bunch of things I just don't know about. And so I need to like navigate the world accordingly and be aware of the fact that there are people in this world that know more than me and their advice, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, has some foundation because they have some life experience. So even when my parents give me advice about people I date, even though I'm like, oh yeah, whatever, like cook and clean for your man, there's still like certain things that they say that are like, okay, like I know that you have the experience to be able to say this and I just don't have it. One day I might have it and I might agree with you. I kind of just live my life for vibes in it. (laughs) Like I'm, but basically like when I talk to people like seriously, I just kind of like, I don't know in my head because I don't date for like, or not date, I don't get into relationships for fun. You know, I like don't just like, oh, like, you know, let me start. Like, I like, I like to have like longevity in mind. And so in my head, I just kind of like, everything's just going to go well. Like when I like get into something, I just like, I don't really consider like the negative aspects. Cause I'm already like, I mean, if we're this far in, we're this far in and it's going to, you know, go well. And so um, I don't really consider my age to be like, a limiting factor because clearly I'm not ready for like marriage and like kids and stuff but it's like mm-hmm. that stuff because like the people that I talk to like we're on the same like wavelength about that kind of stuff so it's like neither of us are ready for marriage neither of us are ready for kids and so it's like we're just gonna keep like growing until we are ready for that thing and so my age isn't really like a limiting factor like mortgages and like rent doesn't really impact a relationship because we're not living together so the fuck even yeah. if I was paying a mortgage how the fuck does that affect you you know how does you paying a mortgage affect me like yeah I, don't know. I guess it's because because I date for longevity I feel like I have to figure those things out like I feel like I need to figure out right now do I want kids because I'm still right now on the fence so I feel like I need to figure it out now and so it's like but there's a lot I don't know to be able to make that decision right okay. I need to figure out like for example, for a bit, I was considering like living out of the country, but the person I was with at the time didn't want to do that. He didn't even want to live out of town. So now it's like, are we going to be going at this long-term thing, knowing we don't have the same plans? You know, like now I feel like I need to figure everything out, but I also feel like I'm not informed enough to figure everything out because I'm not. I don't know. I feel like you got to just live your life and stuff falls into place. Like, I guess stuff about kids and stuff, I've already kind of decided like where I stand on that kind of stuff. So like, it's not like in the, like in the dating process, it's not like a point of turmoil or contention for me. Like, I know I want kids. I know I want to be married. I know I want genre. I don't want you. No, hypergamy is not the right word. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But like, in my mind I already kind of know all those things and I know that I do want to live out of the country at some point if for school or for ever um and so literally like I just go (laughs) where life is going to take me and the right nigga will be there when he will be be there there. (laughs) like it is what it's going to be I don't like 
because I feel like thinking about that stuff too much can also like not hinder the relationship because obviously like it'll be things that could like cause you to break up anyways but I feel but it like, could yeah it could because obviously like if I don't want to live in the country and you want to live in the country like problem no I mean like it but, could in the sense like you overthink it and then like like you yeah, overthink yeah, these don't things think about it that's what I'm like that's why I just don't like it's yeah I was watching this video of these two exes talking after like a long time and they broke up because one guy and they're really young like I don't know if they were really young actually but they were together for a decent amount of time since they were young and they broke up because the guy didn't want to get married and the girl did and he said that he was scared that she would get married and he would regret just not marrying her even though he said he didn't want to get married you know so it was just like the time he spent thinking about whether or not he wants marriage, whether or not he wants it to happen, maybe turning himself off to the idea. But it's like, do you really know? Like for to the point that he's still on the fence about like having ended their relationship because of it. I listen, I like niggas who know things. I just like, I don't know, because me, I'm very like an anxious person. And I found that like when I'm with other people who are like, what, what what's it? Avoidant people? Avoidant yes I hate that like niggas who are always just kind of like who don't clearly express how they feel who are always like one foot in one foot out I literally like that is now my least favorite thing ever nonchalant niggas I hate Um, (laughs) y'all like because and I think it's become like a trend to be like nonchalant it's like oh I don't care I don't give a fuck like I don't care about anybody like I have no Mm -hmm. feelings heartless that's just not cute to me like I just love because like the guy I'm talking to right now like he cares about me and I know that he cares about me and he actively mm-hmm. makes it known that he cares about me you know and it's like that's the kind of stuff that like like I like and so that whole thing of like well do I want to marry you I don't know the ultimatum that whole show bro we're not gonna talk about it but oh my gosh that even, like proposing mm-hmm. like being in a space where the person I'm with does not like know they want to marry me and I know I want to marry them would turn me off to the idea of marrying them exactly like I don't like I'm here and you're not like we're clearly not in the the same same place and some people might be like Emily but let people think no like I'm sorry it's like for stuff like because I feel like maybe I've been sold a dream I don't know but I feel like for stuff like marriage I've heard a lot of times it's like when you know you know even if like, cause I, I've heard like my guy friends. So it's like, if the girl you liked proposed you an ultimatum, would you say yes? And he's like, I mean, even if I'm not ready, I would say yes, because I don't want to lose her. You know, it's stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then it's like, si tu l'as tu, oh, I don't know. Maybe add the financials, add this, add that. You, it's like, we don't like each other at the same level. And that icks me, that turns me off. That's like, and cause you're saying that the guy was like, thinking about it so much and so it's just like it's like no for me oh so to you that's just like he doesn't like her that much it's just that you don't like mm. it's like you might like her you might have grown to love her but like if because I've seen videos where like a guy will be talking about his past relationship and they would have been together for like five years and then <laughs> like 10 up, years and then he gets married six months later why you know Wait, that, like, no no that's actually like you're a witch you're a fucking witch like, like this woman I remember this I, I saw this one TikTok of this girl who's like I've been waiting for so long to get married why won't he propose to me and people in the comments were like oh just propose to him then why are you being so greedy why are you being so first of all you're never gonna catch me on one year. Emily if I ever catch you 
on one knee. I'm literally kicking you. I, like, I will drag kick- you by your hair. Are you insane? I will literally yell like, no, no. <laughs> Karel, please. I know we've progressed, but God forbid. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Anyway, like y'all, y'all be, you know, shout out to the people who do it. Y'all. Courage, y'all- power to you. If it's right for you, it's right for you. If it's good for you and your man, I love that. If you like it, I love it. It won't be me though. But I'm, do that. I'm never taking you seriously again. Never taking you or your man seriously. Because then, can you imagine? I have to plan the proposal. I said I'm calling up his friends and family and being like, oh. I would assume that he doesn't like you. I would assume that you're forcing him. No, see, I feel like see, and that's the thing. Because marriage, like, because while we love to say that it's like equal, but clearly it's not. Because if I have to <laughs> wait for you to propose to me, if I have to wait for you to ask me, he just doesn't like you that much. Like ten years and see, ten years, like I'll have even sometimes kids, and he didn't want to marry you. Six months in with this other shorty, two, three boom. months in, they're married. It's because like when they know they they know they They literally just know like longevity does not necessarily because like you know there's sometimes like this just like chemistry you know longevity cannot always create what natural chemistry like it cannot like the two aren't manufactured the same because you you know you can be with someone for 10 years and obviously you know the ins and outs of that person but it's not the same as if you just meet someone and then like, boom. It just, the connection's crazy. That's the thing. Cause it's like, I feel as though a lot of people confuse need for love. They think because like, I need this person in my life. I can't be without them. You know, like they're a big part of my life. They know my ins and outs. They know my triggers. They know how to take care of me that you love. You don't love them just because they take up space in your life like anyone can get to know you yeah anyone can get to know you (laughs) put someone in the same room as you for 10 years if you work in the same like workspace and you and this person are next to each other in the same cubicles for 10 years clearly this person is going to know your coffee this person is going to know your kids names this person like does that mean that this person is the love of your life does that mean if this person gets another job tomorrow that you're you're in shambles like (laughs) that's the thing like i feel as though the especially with the ultimatum i feel like the, the minute you need to give someone an ultimatum the minute you need to force somebody i feel like it's done I, feel like that you, guy. I don't know how you have so little conversations like i feel like like do you talk to each other no do you, like, no one on that show has ever spoken to each other prior to being on that show <laughs> Shanique and Randall have never spoken to each other. Madison never had a conversation ever. Because it's like, how do you get to the point where no, like, you're saying, I don't have the money. She's saying, that's bullshit. Are you guys even listening to each other? Are you like, who are you even talking to? It's like they're talking to walls, like two different walls. Because like, Ray have never had a conversation ever about anything. I don't know how they ended up together. I don't even know how they, they were together for that long hello they said two years two two years and the girl's like i don't want to tell him how i feel because i don't want to get hurt bitch has been two years it's been no because that's like if you wanted to hurt you would have hurt but to be fair zay is not easy to talk to but i feel but then why are you in a relate like I why are like you with him Zay is very difficult to talk to the first time you talk to him like <laughs> was in a relationship it doesn't take five conversations three weeks and she already saw all sides to be of fair shanique Two like, years, and you're telling me you didn't see like like why didn't you leave 
Like, why did y'all break up? Like, why did you dump this nigga? Like, I don't understand. I, anyway, why did she issue? Why did she issue the ultimate? Why did she issue? Why did like, it didn't even look like it? You wanted to marry this man. And you couldn't even tell him you liked him? You wanted to marry this man. They ask you, why would they stay with you? I cook clean, have a degree, and I fuck good. Yo, that shit was so funny. (laughs) (laughs) And I fuck, I was like, hey. You fuck good. Congrats. Join the ranks of women that fuck. Like, it's not even like, it's like, oh, our connection. Oh, our chemistry. Oh, our love. He gets me. He understands me. That's the love of my life. No, I have a degree. Most women have degrees. And see, I will have a degree in six months. Like, does that make me perfect Zay material? (laughs) And and it's so rich that she's saying that Zay's in the process of graduating. No, let's not even talk about that because that man is not graduating from anywhere. But anyways, the fuck (laughs) that man said, I'm in, I'm trying to grad. That doesn't, people who are actually in school don't say that. People who are actually in school do not say that. And your family doesn't even like him. So what is it? Like, your family's yelling at him over brunch. <laughs> like, is it really sunken costs at that point? It's literally like, but, I, but it's like, it's like, I don't even know how they got that far in. Cause that's the thing. Like, I'm saying sunken costs, like, oh, she spent two years. She doesn't want to have the two years wasted. But I don't even understand how they got to two How years. they got to two Because when we see how he years. is with Shanique, someone he literally just met, I'm assuming. That's the thing, too. He has no shame. Like, he doesn't even act better with people he knows less. At least with, like, a Colby. You know, you could be like, okay, at the beginning, he was X-way. And then he became Y-way. Zay literally never, like, concealed his personality. And that's not to say it was different when him and Ray started talking. But, like, from what it looks like, that man is very bad at, um, what's that thing called? Code switching? I feel like that's not the context in which you go to it. Like, it's not the context, I, I but I understand. I the like, word, you usually show the best of yourself. You know, people are like, oh, first three months, you show the best of yourself. Like, the man didn't even let, like, a day, 24 hours, this man's already fighting. So it's like, I just don't understand how they got that far into the relationship to begin with. But anyways. I feel like Ray's just really quiet. Like, Ray's someone that really shrinks. And her, that's like, a, no, but the thing that really, it's like, nobody in her life seemed to like him. Her dad was talking shit about him. His, like, like her mom was like i don't know what the fuck she was doing she shrinks but she knows she shrinks it's not even like she's not aware of it she knows that zay makes her feel small but mm-hmm. she's they like i just don't understand why she's never broke up with it like that's what i don't get you need to be heard is that a non-negotiable no like i just don't understand because it's not even like because like, it's not even like she was sitting there like oh but i just it's because i just love him so much and i just like him so much she didn't even she like didn't that man. even so I just, I just can't call, like, I just, it, like, you, know, you went all the way, like, you got your asses up and came on this show. It's not even like, you just show. gave him a regular everyday ultimatum. Like, you got your asses up and signed him up on this show. That's so crazy. They had to be a fake couple. You came on a TV show. Honestly, I felt, look, I want to say that I feel to some degree, every couple's a fake couple, because it's like, how do you come on the show? Like, how do you, like, how does that even fit in your right mind? But, you know, teach their own. Thank April you for giving me. Lie. April and Jake are not a couple. April and Jake. I feel like April and Jake were real. That nigga, he said he bought her a house and a, a car, car, but he doesn't want to marry her. He doesn't want to marry a car for kids. No, I feel like Jake. Jake was fucking her, no protection for years. Gaslight gatekeep girl boss. Jake is a scammer. Jake <laughs> is a scammer. Because even when he went back with her after being with Ray, he literally kept like being all cute to her and being all really? nice. Really? I did not sense that. 
I thought he was being an I thought he was being really closed off I think he was being like I think he was being closed off sometimes but I also think like we saw sometimes where he would like say like cute stuff he would say like there was some there was one time when she said something he's like this is what I've been wanting to hear and I was like what you don't like like you don't want this I'm saying like so I feel like because we even saw that like I feel like off camera there was more like him feeding April nonsense because (laughs) not him feeding April not propaganda well because she can't just be crazy to be crazy like April it it can't just be like they did it can't be just delusions like she can't just be waking up to some degree it is loves me oh okay yeah that thing I feel like he's telling her things oh they were fucking because they were that's the thing because she thought she was pregnant oh yeah she thought she was so that means that they were still having like raw sex so it's like why would you be doing that with someone that you don't want children with with someone that you know like if you know you like ray you know you want to be with ray why are you raw dogging april i think he would have taken i think he wouldn't have minded if he had had kids with april though i think like the only thing he does not want to do he was gonna make her a baby mom like, I actually think that the only thing Jake didn't want to do is commit to April. Like, because you don't have to commit to the person you have a kid with. But that's so fucked up because he knows that April wants to, like, marry. Oh, doesn't give a shit. Hold on. <laughs> Her goals are his goals. Jake is a menace because we were focusing on April being insane. But I feel like we need to focus more on Jake. No, but Jake is actually, guy. like, fucking wild. Jake he goes to April, menace. I'm not running away with Ray, and then gives Ray, like, tickets to anywhere in the world. First of all, those don't exist. I feel like what was in those envelopes? There was nothing in there. Of course, there was nothing in there. There was like they would they would have to decide where to go, and then he would buy the tickets. Like there was nothing in there. Obviously, tickets to anywhere in the world. And my first thing was like, Uncle, what what plane website did you book that on? <laughs> like, <laughs> Air Canada. Like what voucher did you purchase? <laughs> West Spirit Airlines, sir. Where did you get that? That pass. Oh, but no, like seriously, the thing like no, Jay was never. I mean. Because, like, even the first day, I feel like Jake was very, like, victim-oriented. Like, victim complex. Like, the number of times, like, oh, she forced me to be here. No. Every day. Every day she forced me to be here. Literally, the first night, he spoke to Ray for 30 minutes. And then he's already having this girl, like, you're such an asshole. You're such a na-na-na-na-na. They're actually, like, out here having, like, a fight day one about how much she sucks. Like, I get it. April is not, like, the best. But I feel like there was just too much going on. I feel like Jay could have easily left. He makes it seem like everybody forced him to be there. Like everyone bullied her to date her. Everyone on this show, like you, y'all, y'all don't need to be together. April, you're 23. Jake, you're probably 24. Y'all could have broken up. Like if you really didn't want to, if April said, Ugh, I want you to marry me, you say no. Okay, come on this show to force you to marry me. No. Or else I'm breaking up with you. Okay, bye. Like, like it really did not need to be a whole like of Oh my gosh. No, I what? April should have stayed single. I feel like April should have stayed single for a minute. April, now she still needs to be single. I don't know what she's doing with that high value. That's what I'm saying. Like she, cause now she's with that guy. He wakes up every morning. Hey, April, good morning. I love you. Can't wait to marry you. No, let's be single for a second. But has he proposed? Okay, listen, I don't understand why people always do this. Like, can't wait to marry you. Propose then. Like I just don't understand, especially because it's like they've been dating for six months. I don't like I don't think it makes any sense. That's like the fixation on marriage in the first place. I don't think they're exactly it's like if you know you want to marry me so bad and we're both in a space that we're ready for marriage, why have you not proposed? It's like saying, like, it's like if I'm 27 and me and my man have been together for four years and he wakes up every day, ugh, I just can't wait until we have kids. Oh yeah. 
like make it happen then it's like 27 you give me your promise ring make it happen it's giving like those things doesn't like you that much it's literally giving he just doesn't like you that much because to me like to me that's the first thing i thought of i'm like so why is he only talking about marrying Marrying you he has the money for the ring and he has the money for the like because he's because wasn't he wasn't he a doctor or a surgeon wasn't he real estate agent (laughs) i just thought it was but like a big one she said, so she said it's someone with money. So clearly, like, l'argent n'est pas un problème. So it's like, and April's ready to be married. So why have you proposed? Because they've been dating for six months. I think logically- People none have of gotten them- married in less amount of time. Yeah, but I think, like, it makes no fucking sense. And I feel like to some, I want to say, I feel like to some degree, April thinks so too, but she doesn't. This all makes sense to her. Getting married three three weeks in, That's what I feel I'm like, saying. would make like, sense to me, her. Six months is too early. But Madame April, clearly, she's in it. She's not here to date. She's here to get married. It's like you y'all have been together for X months and he hasn't proposed. He's not serious. Like, is he really serious? If I just don't, I feel like. But I feel like you can say it. I mean, to be fair, I'm 20. What's my thing is like, what's the point of say? Because of saying it if you're not doing it. If you're not, because people stay engaged for like years at a time. You know what I mean? So it's like getting engaged doesn't mean you're getting. Alexis isn't married. Hello, Alexis (laughs) isn't married. Doesn't mean you're gonna get married right away. It's just like if I'm with my boyfriend, like even if I'm 20, and every day my boyfriend, my boyfriend's already talking about marriage. To me, that's red flags because like you've known me only, you know. But for April, it's green flags. So it's like if you are both in a space that are like if you're both ready for marriage. Because if someone proposed to me, I would say no because I'm not ready for marriage. But if she is ready for marriage, and why would he saying not he's ready for marriage too? Okay, why is that? But I feel like to be fair. April doesn't just want marriage. Like, she also wants kids. It's just, and she said she had fertility problems. So that clock, hello. Oh, so that clock is like, oh, that clock is serious. That's, that's true. Like, serious. And may- maybe that's why she wants to get married so young. That is why. That's like, that's why she was like so heavy on the like, oh, like, I just want to get married. I want to have kids, 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 fertility, cry, uh, cry, cry, fertility, cry. So it's like. Oh my gosh, don't say that. Fertility, cry, cry, cry. <laughs> literally crying. God forbid. But. She was literally crying at every, like, every turn. Every dinner. dinner they had. Like, I was literally watching it with someone, and he, and every time they would sit at a table, like, okay, so April's gonna cry. That's true, though. April would cry a lot. I don't know why April cried when those people got engaged, though. That was, that was was so funny. That was so funny. That was so funny. I was sitting there. The editing of the show is so ass that you did not understand why the, what the fuck was happening for a good, like, three minutes. Like, she was just talking, and I had no idea what she was saying. That dinner was so chaotic. He got up, Hunter got up and proposed to Alexis, that man. And then that nigga who was like, Madeline, I choose you. Right after Ghost proposed because he's not getting shit. That's unfortunate you know no i just feel like honestly i don't want to say justice for what's her name for april because not justice for because she has a man so she I yeah she's fine i know that zay right now zay oh my gosh zay with his has- hashtag team zay it's so funny because rachel was actually trying to like take the high road and be like love for everyone peace be to everyone and then zay keeps posting his team zay taking shots at her being all like oh na 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 i unblocked I unblocked some haters so they could see me in action, whatever the fuck. Like, yeah. And at some point it gets annoying. Honestly, poor Ray. Poor Ray. You know what? I don't even like Ray that much, to be honest, because she was doing that whole, like, she was making out with um, Jake. Jake. The the whole show is such a, like, bizarre concept. I feel like there's more to it than we know. Like, Like, there's a lot. Actually broke it up. So it's like, is them kissing cheating or 
is it okay in the context of the show you know? i feel like the issue that they had zay and ray particularly was that zay wasn't telling her like ray was from what i understand pretty upfront about like whatever she had with jake Whereas from my understanding, she seemed to like, Zay knows. Apparently she spent a couple nights at Zay's place while she was um, doing her trial marriage with Jake. But regardless, it seems that like she was pretty upfront about what was happening with Jake. Whereas Zay was not. And he just kind of let her befriend Shanique knowing that that happened. Ray and Shanique being friends also makes no sense. Bizarre. But to each their own. Like you literally see a video. No, not the video. Like the clip of Shanique rubbing that man's dick, apparently with olive oil. Pardon me? Didn't you remember remember the reunion when they're like olive oil makes great lube or something like that? Like they said some type Pardon of oil me? makes great lube. She was using olive and she said oil. She learned that Shanique. from her trial marriage. I mean, I don't know what Shanique and what's his name had going on. But regardless, I feel like Zay was just not upfront about it. And Zay probably pulled out the my childhood sucked. I had to get water from the fence um, card <laughs> when she oh, that wasn't funny. It was <laughs> it's not funny. No, it's not. But it is but every single time you do something, it's I had to jump over fences for water. Like, come on. Just like, oh babe, put the toilet seat down. You know, there was a time when I was a kid when we didn't even have toilet seats. I like oh. Oh my gosh. In all, or not all, in both like Love is Blind and The Ultimatum, it seems like people just love to pull trauma out of their ass at literally any turn. Like there's this one girl in Love is Blind who used to be, um, she used to be overweight and she lost like 70 pounds and that was her thing. Thing. like she was carrying it on her head like zay is carrying now water every turn she'd be like what she say she say she literally met her fiance's mom yes i lost 70 pounds i'm like why oh my gosh like she meets this it's man not every damn day so you haven't even seen this nigga in person yeah like i used to weigh i was and i used to weigh x amount and i lost 70 pounds i was like why is that the first thing about yourself that you tell people like zay like these people just met you why does shanique's father why are you telling shanique's dad about how you had to jump fences for water can we get shanique's dad's skincare routine hello also hello also whatever is keeping that youth youth mountain because i thought they were siblings i thought shanique's mom shanique's mom was like talking and I'm like, why are you talking like this? Like she's your child. And then to pull up the card thing and it's a Shanique's mom. Oh, fuck. Not bro. Shanique's parents, they got and it like both of them. Like they're not even like related. So it has to be something they're doing. It can't, you, you can't even say it's jeans. Like it's something they're doing. On lock. And Shanique is also gorgeous. So whatever is going yes. on in the house. I'm bringing it up here. Share with the rest of us. Shanique's crazy though, but let's not talk about it. <laughs> Shanique's crazy though, but let's not talk about it. Oh my gosh. The most, like, when I actually felt bad for Randall was when, at one point, Madeline's out here yelling, crying, kicking, screaming. And then Shanique calls him out to also yell, cry, kick, and scream. And then he's out here chasing these women. Honestly, Randall, uh, sit down. Randall, honestly, he's better than... Because he chased Shanique, like, more than... because I literally would have stayed. He followed her out. Like, so she, she left that first time. And what's that other section of the bar? I'm like, okay, follow her there. Cool. She walks outside. I'm like, okay, follow her there too. She leaves another time. I'm like, bro, at this point, let's- Like, let's take your own. You yeah. wanted me to sit in a corner and miss you? Yes, I want it. No, the conversation would have ended right there. Like, the fuck you- No, honestly, me. like, it's the fact that she called him out too. She called him to talk. And then the minute he started saying shit, she's like, I don't want to hear this anymore. So why'd you call me out? 
No, I could have been in bed. I was already dealing with one dramatic girl over there. I could have been in bed. I think it's so funny how like the only people who had an issue with like the the whole um process of the show were the people who actually like issued the ultimatum. And that is the funniest thing in the world to me because all of the other people who are supposed to be like learning to love their partner more or like missing their partner were actually just having the time of their lives their very very best lives and all the partners were missing that oh i miss i miss jake i miss Ray. well zay was the only one who actually missed his partner right and give a fuck yeah he says oh i miss thing oh i miss modeling i miss like nobody brought him here you did this was you and honestly um what's the name Shanique's parents made a good point when they were like why did you make our daughter have to go to these lengths just to like get married no you wanted to marry her like, by the not- time you're on this show no you're not marrying my child no way in hell my child has to drag you on this reality tv show no you're not getting married my child is coming out of this figure experience single that's embarrassing and I'm actually surprised like her whole like black family were on board like they had the whole family meet up sit down meet these niggas like they actually went on because the way my family would not have like participated laughed at my face I was like, literally oh, mom you know I I asked this man to marry me he said he doesn't want to so I brought him <laughs> on a tv there. show Deja a la base, that's yeah already me. I said and marry said, me he said no okay I said mom I gave him an ultimatum I told him to marry me he said no she would say huh <laughs> so already there you fucked up and then you go on the show and you're gonna say yeah and so on the show they swap us they partners. swap me with another woman they give my man another they woman my so man that he can realize me. that he loves me <laughs> they give my man new pussy so he can realize just how much he loves me so when he's knee deep in that pussy, he's thinking about me. Girl, come on, let's not do that. Hello. That's embarrassing. Hello. And you're literally like watching, or your family at least, watches your man be into this woman, make out with this woman on screen, wake out yeah. with this white woman on screen. I also think it's funny how like we didn't meet like Randall's people. We didn't meet Zay's people. Zay's people. Has any shout out. <laughs> um, we didn't meet. No. Did we meet Colby's no. people? No, we didn't. Like, so we met, like, where were the men's people? Where were their people? Did we meet April's people even? Yes. Uh, did we? I don't, I don't think so. Because Colby and April, they, like, didn't really get any screen. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, 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 they weren't, yeah, no, 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 there was no meeting April's people. Like, no, because I was thinking like... about the Filipino firecracker. Oh my God, that was so, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we didn't actually meet any of their people. I mean, to be fair, there's so much happening in the show. Everything's so crammed together. Like, there's a lot that they did film, but regardless, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like the minute you get on the show, like, I cannot take you seriously. If you actually went on, imagine your face on that show, forcing your man to marry you. He's out here, like, forming connections with new people. And you're throwing tantrums on the show, too. See, that's another thing. Because it's not like the cameras are hidden in, like, a secret place it's not like the cameras are discreet to the point that you can forget that they're there they're literally people standing in the room holding the camera to your face but you don't act any better because if there were cameras on my face all the time i would would not feel like i would not feel like throwing my worst tantrums you know exactly i would have some fucking shame like i would have like some you know a bit of decency a bit of dignity decorum to act right but no, they just throw out the worst of themselves on live television. You know there's a camera. 
why are you grabbing this man's dick in the dark like are you like shanit like oh girl like you know the cameras are there like how is i mean to be fair zay is zay but like you literally see the shots like the camera crew trying to fit into the small holes to follow zay and shanit as they're arguing about him staying out all night does that not make you pause this is gonna be on live television like this is gonna be on national television does that not give you pause so that's what makes me feel like part of it was like fame wanting fame zay for sure zay for sure is a clout chaser because wasn't he like a club promoter oh yeah that's oh that's true and i feel like part of it i feel like they told them to say shit i refuse to believe that everything they said came from them organic yeah it was organic like especially with like the confessionals and how like they had you could tell that they have like the same outfits same haircuts yeah, throughout the confessionals, all the confessionals were filmed like the same day on the same time and they have to express like this wide range of emotions throughout the confessionals like you watch a, you watch the clip and then you have to like express how you were feeling throughout that moment accurately like how do you even do that the answer is you can't you can't unless you're yeah, like, sort of like switched up the outfits to give it like the impression like at least fake it i don't think they needed to back because we still we still watched it i don't think they needed to but i still feel like they could have filmed it on different i mean i don't know it didn't really change anything because still got like authentic quote-unquote reactions but i still feel like they could have filmed it i feel like it painted it because you know um what's her name ray like i think at the beginning when she said like the whole like they're like why do you like zay she's like next question i feel like that is because of how things ended with them I feel like if she had answered that like prior she probably maybe would have had a a singular good thing to say about that man (laughs) that could explain her standoffishness at the beginning that's true but I feel like everyone else was able to kind of like like Madeline managed to like express just how little she cared for that man in the beginning like you like you could feel it that she does not give a shit she her empathy for Colby did not change throughout if anything it decreased Throughout the process, I should give a fuck about that man at the beginning, and she gave less of a fuck at the He's end. He's rich though, and he don't want Alexis the gold digger. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's interesting. He said, "I don't think Alexis is the girl for me." I thought he meant he's poor. That's what I thought. I assume he's poor too. Oh, he just meant he doesn't want to. Uh, I thought he was poor until you told me he had money. I thought he was poor. That's interesting, but it's funny how she said that Hunter wasn't mar- ready for marriage because he didn't make enough money. And yet she still married him. And what did she do? Like she got like a discount on like a wedding planner because his mom's a wedding planner or some shit. Yeah. Teach their own, I guess. It's a hard knock life. If that makes you happy. I don't think Alexis is happy though. I feel like that's why she came and created problems for everybody. Because someone that is truly happy does not need to come back in people's lives. Having a bachelorette party two weeks after you're engaged with random women you don't know to just stir up issues. Five years later and see... And yeah, here you are still unmarried. Like literally to this day, she is still engaged, still unmarried. And then you went and stirred the pot elsewhere. Focus on your, I was going to say marriage or lack thereof. But yeah. Ooh, another, am I the asshole? Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, am I the asshole for signing up my girlfriend for a social etiquette class before meeting my family? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Not a social etiquette class. Can you... <gasps> Oh my. No, not a social etiquette class. That's so you hate me. You fucking hate me. No, I'm so sorry. I'd assume that you think that I'm like someone you picked up on the streets. Because the way he's saying it, saying it as if like he signed. 
his parents are like very like particular because okay, etiquette class listen. doesn't just teach like normal like eat with your mouth closed like they teach like this is like the the salad fork and the xyz you know Bro, stuff like i do that. not want to be in the family of a man i wouldn't want him to have signed me up for it though like you couldn't yeah you know. like girlfriend and i have been together for a little under three months and we agreed it's time for her to meet my family for some context i'm blessed and had a fortunate upbringing my girlfriend on the other hand faced some challenges in her life from a young age particularly hey. financial challenges he's not not him calling her poor <laughs> she's she's a beautiful interesting person despite all the hardships she faced oh she's poor but she's interesting good for the only problem is that she lacks the manners that my family typically expects from someone i'm in a relationship with my girlfriend is less fortunate is the first less fortunate woman i'm dating vraiment look at you doing charity work Mon frère, no, like, let her go like, let her go imagine her finding that Oh my gosh. For that reason, I made the effort to prepare her for her first dinner with my family. I got her signed up. Okay. See the way he's saying it, he's saying it as if he signed her up before telling her. I got her signed up for an online social etiquette course and thought this was a good idea. However, when I told her, nigga, I, she was absolutely furious. So he signed her up and then he told her, he like you couldn't even talk to her about it. You've been dating the girl for three months. She claimed that I'm obviously embarrassed to be with her, that I should marry a rich girl instead. She even accused me of being just another white privileged guy. To make matters worse, she said that it's racially insensitive. Ooh. Not her being a... No. A of me to feel the need to teach her how to behave. Shit. I You're don't... dating a less fortunate woman of color. I think, I think that, like, I get it if your family has, like, specific etiquette expectations have a conversation about it beforehand maybe don't just sign her up and then tell her like i've noticed you have terrible table manners so i did you the favor like because exactly because if it's coming like out of the blue out of left field it literally is literally just giving like i noticed you eat like a pig do you need help with that like it's not like i i took the initiative to sign you up for courses because if we sat down and had a conversation, you're like, yeah, my parents are like so aggy about like forks and knives and shit. And then, you know, like I could have even brought up like, oh, yeah, maybe I should just take a course or two just to know what's up. And it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it's an idea that comes from the both of us versus you being like, yeah, I've noticed you're a bit inadequate. Bro, like that. So I thought I might as well fix that for you. You're welcome. Mm-mm. Like she's the first less fortunate girl. I'm more proud. You like her. <laughs> she's interesting like he likes watching her fucking dumpster dive like her poor people ways like she she ate a hot dog from a truck for the first time very interesting poor people activities literally giving one of those movies where like a rich kid befriends like a poor kid and then like he shows him the world or those nollywood movies where the guy skips like all the rich girls and then he goes for that random girl that works (laughs) in the fields (laughs) A girl who's just walking on the side of the road with a thing of palm oil on her head. <laughs> her. I want her. And then she's the type to like not know how to act. And you're out here saving her from herself because she acts like a a peasant. Oh, a poor hoodlum. woman. A poor hoodlum. Ugh. Old money is old money in white families. Because oh, that's definitely an old money nigga. That's not that's, like a pet. Yeah, that's definitely old money. What? That's not like, oh, my dad is an engineer. No, no, no. That is. You mess with old money. I mean, money is nice. Money is sweet. So, you know what? But I I feel like there's too much. There are too many intricacies involved in old money. Like, especially being a black woman. Like, I feel like they'll do everything they can to exclude you. Like, 
to make sure you do not get a penny. Like everything you get, your husband gave you. Otherwise, you do not get jack shit. I feel like like with old money, they really try to keep it in the bloodline. I think that like we have like an advantage because obviously like my family isn't like rich in it but it's like I grew up and granted it's like I feel like you can get there you know because it's like I'm not rich but it's like I know people who are rich you know so it's like by proximity like or like in my life I have seen the way that these people behave I feel like, like I could like mimic you could cosplay <laughs> I could cosplay as like dirty rich for one day you know like but so that's the I thing old money is not it's there's usually more than one day with old money old money is usually like parents are pretty involved to a degree these kids your grandkids will never see you oh, you can't do that with old money you can't do that with old money old money they're obsessed with their bloodline and imagine yeah. they go telling you you tarnish their bloodline by making their kids biracial oh my god that is heavy racism oh my it's not even like the light. It's not racism light. It's racism premium. Jesus Christ. I mean, old money can do what it wants. So. That nigga said, you dirty. Ooh. Dirty dirt bloodline. Ooh. Tarnish. <laughs> but I do like, I don't know. I don't. Money is sweet, but I don't, I can't even see myself being attracted to someone from old money because they're all such losers. Like, I don't know. Like personality wise, like I've never yeah, met. They don't need, I mean, they don't need to have a personality. Filthy so. rich who's like interesting. Like them niggas be that. Yeah, like I went to oh, like last week, Polo, Cabos, and we went on a yacht. Like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Like, you don't know how to start a conversation. So, like, what was I doing last weekend? Last weekend, I was at a party at a bar trying to get free drinks because I was too poor to buy my own. What were you doing last weekend? You know what I mean? Like, like very rich people are boring and they're not that's boring true like but, they can do eclectic things and fun stuff but it's like where are your like crazy like things you did because you didn't have money stories i feel like those exactly. are exactly those, those are the most because everything stories. is accessible to them so they like anything they want they can just make can, it happen it's like you didn't even you never sat there and was like damn i really want this and had to figure out like an interesting how way to, to get it. it exactly like you've yeah. never broken bank before to make an experience happen and then it happens and it's just like and the best thing ever like like how did i even get here exactly you, you never get that feeling because you're always where you want to be like when if you, you want, want to, to go there. somewhere you can just uber you don't have to stay at that nigga's house until 5 30 in the morning until the metro starts up again like <laughs> <laughs> uber get your pri- get your chauffeur get your chauffeur car service like, exactly get your private little car service to show up at your you house to, if you want to go to mexico you can just go to mexico um air first class you don't have to take five different layovers exactly like there's places. no fun in being rich everything is too accessible like right. you're not fighting for anything you're not like fight like you're not crawling you're not like there's no effort you just kind of get it which is oh she sees that tweet and breaks up with him or that's having a bunch of money i wanted to ask would you date someone who won the lottery we talked about this before if you would if you would tell someone we know i asked you before if you would tell your partner if you won the lottery I literally don't understand why you wouldn't. Like, I okay, I understand why you wouldn't. I understand sorry, why you would. Like I've thought about it and I was like, how you can't even hide that from someone. Like, how do you even hide the fact that you won the lottery from someone? But I feel like it would destroy the relationship. Because like I, I feel like if your man got like a big job promotion and got all this money, would he tell you? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but that's a bit different because it's like a job promotion. Like 
you just happen to make more, like you still have to work. You still have to like pay for things. Like you just can elevate your lifestyle a bit, you know, like you didn't go from like, you're both like scraping at the homeless shelter and then boom, your man wakes up tomorrow and he's making a hundred K like, it's like gradual elevation. That's usually how races work, but like winning the lottery is just, you have nothing one day. And then the next day you just have a lot different. Like, I feel like that changes you winning the lottery. Like that's not something you could just do casually. Like winning the lottery changes your mindset. And I feel like to a lot of people, it even changes the way they see or their philosophies, like the way they see the world and the people around them. I don't know. Like, I feel like it just means that like, I got a pay raise. Like I have more money now, you know, like that doesn't necessarily. Like- Seven million more dollars is a pay raise. Like, it doesn't necessarily, like, change our life. Because it's, like, the way, like, because the men, the men, the men that I interact with are typically very, like, much in the sense of, like, oh, I want to be the provider or I want to take care of the family. So I really don't think that me getting, like, extra money, like, they would be, like, okay, so, like, now you pay for everything. Because I still think that it would be in their head, they would still be, like, the I am the man dynamic, you know? But where would they get, like, how would they ever feel, like, they are the provider if you literally literally like you're sitting on millions of dollars yeah but just because you're sitting on money doesn't mean you like pay for everything no but, but you can fund like like there are things that are going to change about you're not going to work more than you need to to keep yourself afloat like you're not going to be yeah. like but regardless like if you win seven like if you get seven million dollars right and you plan properly you can provide for yourself like you would like for him to provide for you would be basically just like a show like like you just like save your money yeah but you have it like yeah do you get, do you get what i mean i don't know if you're understanding what no, you're like saying. i would have the money saved like it would be in the bank but that's the thing but, like, it wouldn't just be saved though yeah like you wouldn't like, would live in the like, same it, places it would be given like that money like in like how it would be spent would be like on others so like i'd give it to like my family like stuff like that and like in terms of me and my partner i wouldn't like necessarily spend more or less in the relationship because like that's my man's job in it so it's like that extra money oh so you would just win seven million and sit on it and just like give it around like not use it for yourself i mean if my man like is making enough like that before if beforehand we're comfortable you know like obviously if we're dirt poor if we're barely scraping by it's a different story but it's like if we're living like a middle class life you know if we're chilling if he has a good job if i have a good job you know like I would let him like keep provide but then if it's like if we sit down and we're like okay we both want like anything we would do anything I would do for us with the money like we would have to talk about it so if it would be like okay like we want a bigger house we would have to sit and be like okay I contribute this much you contribute this much or is it I'm gonna buy the whole house or is it like we would both have to be okay with it like I wouldn't just be like making purchases for us and then like dragging him along no but this is assuming that you're in like a marriage kind of situation yeah I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about like us being in a relation in the relationships we're in right now. See, if I'm in a relationship, I don't live with that man. How is that gonna how is that gonna affect him? I feel like to a degree, the amount of money we have access to contributes to compatibility because it could because like we have access to different things through the amount of money that we have. Like if I want seven million, I wouldn't be living in the same place. Like I I wouldn't like do the same the, the activities I do would change, the things I engage in would change. Like I would like think differently my priorities would be very different because it would be centered around the fact that I have seven million sitting in the bank you know like the way I conduct my life would change and would probably contribute to making me incompatible with like 
guys whose biggest worries is trying to afford their, you know, $700 rent and graduate uni. I don't talk to niggas like that, but I think that, (laughs) no, I just like in my head, like, cause I think that money can change your compatibility in a relationship. Like if you meet people, cause obviously it changes the spaces that you occupy. So it's like, it changes the type of people that you'll meet. But in this case, you are already in a relationship with this person. And like, if you're in a relationship with someone who like, isn't a bum, like, I just don't see how, cause if you're in a relationship with someone, like, even if you're in uni, right. Say he's on track to graduate and get like a decent job, a good job. Cool. Why would me having more money affect our compatibility? Cause it doesn't like change my personality. Cause I'm 20, you know, like it doesn't like, like change my personality it just changes like oh I can go on trips now you know but like oh, it would be I can live in like a bigger apartment now oh I can pay my tuition out of pocket and not get loans now like I just I can take this cool kickboxing class now you know like <laughs> but I guess it's because if I guess if like the the guy was in like a in a financially pre- precarious situation then it might be different so if like we were in a relationship and this man was very clearly struggling and I'm just out here living my best life I think that there then it could cause an issue you know? <laughs> like, watching this nigga suffer suffering over $700 and you're just like mm. at Bora Bora every weekend yeah so it's like I think in that situation but I think that if he's like an average man who is like doing average things I just don't think that it would be that deep, you know? And it's like, I could even like, it's like, yeah, like I have money. I can like, oh, we can go on a trip together. Ah, let me pay, you know? Like I pay for this, you pay for drinks, you know? Like I can pay for like, he's like, I have money now. So unless he's like poor, poor, cause I'm not going to start paying your rent. Right. I would essentially be very focused on finding ways to not double that money, but to increase that, like to ensure that I never lose like you know like people win millions and then they like get in the housing market or like they invest in stocks or like they essentially i have no desire to be like like i don't i genuinely don't care about building generational wealth sorry to my future generations oh shit okay i guess that's where like that's maybe that's where the difference lies because i don't think i would all of a sudden develop a passion for real estate like oh okay i guess because like that's already something that Okay, that's already something that my family does. So if I were to win seven million, right? Like, no way would my parents let me first thing I buy is tickets to Bora Bora. No, it would be first thing I buy is a house and then another house and another house. And then I get rental properties and then I and become a landlord. No. (laughs) And then I get rental properties and then I like create some sort of empire so that I ensure that the money continues to so that I can use that money to continue to generate wealth. That would be essentially what I would be expected to do with the money. And that's why I feel like at that point, I would become incompatible with like the person I'm with because I would have to essentially live, I guess, because for you, you will use the money to fund the lifestyle you already have. Whereas I would be expected to use the money to continue to create wealth. And so that would enter a different lifestyle in which I am solely focused on continuing to create wealth with the money that I have so that I would be in a situation where I essentially don't have to ever work I like I don't know I think I would use the money and like 
creating the life that I want for myself. So if I want to travel more, I'll travel more. If I want to live in a cute apartment, I'll live in a cute apartment. If I want to go to grad school, I'll go to grad school without loans. Like if I want to start a fucking random business, I can start a random business and not worry about it failing because I have much like collateral. Like for me, like I don't, it's not that I don't care, but it's just that like I see like whoever I'm with, I see it being a person who is a person like who is also somewhat comfortable and so I don't see like scrambling for money to be like an issue, you know, so much so that I need to be like worried about like, oh, what am I going to leave to my children, creating my children? Because it's like, I don't think I'm going to like waste all my money. And I think that even if I did, my partner would still be like somewhat financially would still be fine. as well. But that's like, the thing. You also like, you wouldn't change your lifestyle based on just like winning that sum of money. Like that sum of money would like, Come from one because from what I'm hearing is that the sum of money would help you kind of just make the dreams you have right now come yeah. true. Like you wouldn't just like form these dreams to suddenly go to space. Yes, exactly. like, I wouldn't have like new dreams because I have like money. Because I have money. Yeah. It would just kind of like fund the things you already want to do, which yeah, makes sense. In that sense, yeah, I don't see how it would necessarily change anything because now you just have more money to do the things you're already yeah, doing. So, because <laughs> like, I you're just doing more of what you would do regardless. You would just suffer a bit more going through it like because I can now travel to the countries that I want because I can now buy the car that I want because I can now wear the clothes that I want we have to break up no <laughs> okay I saw it a bit differently because like yeah no like I would be like but I, but, I, but I still don't understand why buying houses means that you need to break up because I would be very invested in that life like oh have you ever met people who are about like generating wealth like they're not people that I could get along with right now like I've taught, like even I've seen if I had those... a lot of money. I would never want to be a person like that. And Karel, if you got money and became like that, I would <laughs> stop talking to you. Cause it's like those people who like, who's uh, those couples who, who flip houses together are insufferable. <laughs> couples who flip houses together are insufferable. Like but the hello, reality but... is like, if I want to like not have the money, essentially a run out at some point if I don't want the money to ever run out because it will run out at some point yeah right however for you it's more like it's gonna run out I'll just continue to be living the comfortable life yeah like I don't that's it but for me it's more like I don't want it to run out like I wouldn't like I would be afraid to have that sum run out I guess and so I would find ways to at least use a portion of that sum to continue to make more money like obviously I think I would invest like some of it but it would not be I would never be like a a, a, a real estate person yeah like I mean yeah, yeah you can invest like in a long-term way yeah. like you can you can invest for retirement for example like you put in a certain amount of money in like the stock yeah, no, market no, of course, and of then course, you invest exactly. long term and then boom yeah. you're like a multimillionaire when you retire or whatever the fuck. yeah like it'd be like ret- retirement investments and like I'd probably like get a financial person like who tells me like where to put my money like crypto whatever yeah so, like, definitely and invest in like crypto and stuff like that. But Jacques, buying houses and flipping them, they're malade. <laughs> contribute to gentrification. Be those like, oh, we found this lovely fixer upper. Like, no, that was a f- house of a family of five. Yeah. Who lived there. Because I feel like 7 million is such a burden in terms of like a sum of money to have. Like a bunch of like millions of dollars. It's such a huge burden. It would be really hard for me to remain as I, wa- if, as I am right now if I were to win that sum of money especially with the family that I have with like considering how like a lot of my like a lot of like my family members have grown up not everyone's grown up comfortably I would feel like I'm almost doing them a disservice by not finding ways to continue to make money for them like even though it's like 
oh other families are suffering and be like well not mine you know like it'd be kind of like a okay like I'm flipping this house and kicking out a family sorry to that family but it's like (laughs) it's not my family that's suffering like okay I use that money to pay for my little niece's prom dress you know (laughs) are you making like a face of like disbelief I don't I can't tell how you're what you're thinking right now but it'd be like because I don't know like I feel like when it I don't know oh I don't know if that makes me sound terrible I think it kind of I feel like it makes it sound really bad it's a head scratcher I personally Jacques because obviously like the first thing I would do is like try to help like my family back home and stuff and like help my parents like clear some debt and so like those are the very first things I would do like bottom line like the first thing I would do is like clear like my family's debt oh yeah like pay that mortgage up like all of that stuff everyone everything's owned yeah all of that send family home school debt all that like and then once all the debt is cleared with a 500 dollars that's left um (laughs) like with a sandwich (laughs) <laughs> like I don't know how much money's gonna be left after I pay for that loans law school loans all of that and then after that like after all of the loans is done then I might do a bit of investing and the rest is literally passion projects and Emily living her best life like I know like that's like I guess it's because I think in my mind that I can I can't just do a single payment and move on with I mean, my family like asking for money in it Mejor, that's I the can't... thing because like people are going to continue to have expenses people like they're going to have one kid that's going to go to the, go to school and then two years later they're going to be birthing another kid with no funds for that kid and then it's who are we looking at it's going to be weekly payment monthly payments i don't know but seven million dollars is a lot of money in it it is a lot of money but i feel like it's still money like i feel like because it is a lot of money most people well I, i'm saying be, i think but it's the truth that most people kind of lose that money within like a short amount of time a relatively short amount of time and I feel like it's because we see the big seven million and we think like oh it's a big amount so I'll just be fine spending however I want to spend for the rest of my life but financial I advisors because I'm just so like all of the people I know in my life like all of my friends are so generous it's like I know that if it happened to them they would give even if you didn't that like everyone that I know like is just so like in my friend group it's just so like there's just like a giving culture Mm-hmm. So I feel like so Jacques, like it's a thing where it's like someone's going to Tim's like you were there someone's going to Tim's they ask everybody in the room what do you want you know yeah. even though they could only go and buy for themselves they ask everybody in the room what do you want so I was going to fill up their water does everybody want anything is everybody kind of like a whole like I feel like if I won the lottery you know I'd be like okay guys you know I'm paying for a trip everybody pack your bags on bouge, let's go you know yeah like okay my family needs something okay boom I'm paying for everybody let's go okay my and I feel like I wouldn't necessarily think about like not saving but I wouldn't necessarily like or investing wouldn't be my main priority or kind of like regenerating the mm-hmm. wealth wouldn't be like on the forefront of my mind just because it's like I just don't think about stuff like that which I should which is probably why I'm so bad with money I feel like it's because for me like I would think like oh let's go on this trip let's do this let's do that but I would also want to do it consistently you know like I wouldn't want to just like do it a couple times and then kind of like my money blows there I would want to be able to do that like for as long as you know as long as I guess I live or whatever so I guess in that sense it would be like how do I ensure that I can continue to provide that for the people in my life, you know, continuously? And that would essentially have to be a big change of mindsets. That's why I hope I never win the lottery. It would have to be like a really, no, I, 
I said, I told you this already. I hope I never win the lottery because that's such a big burden to have for me. Like I would have to completely, well, not, I would have to, but I would not, I don't think I'd be happy with myself if I didn't find a way to ensure that my family was okay for life. And I have a big family. So that's a lot of people, you know? Yeah. You know, you got, y'all don't even understand. Kara's family is huge. Even her immediate, even her immediate family is humongous. <laughs> Because when she says big family, I feel like y'all are thinking like, oh, like four siblings. No, guys, Karen's family. How many siblings do I have? I have seven. I have seven. No, I have six. Three, right? I have six. I have six. When your mom said there's three. But that, see, but my family's big in the sense that like, um, we have cousins that are siblings. No, no, no. I know. I know that like even But I'm saying like even your immediate, because when people, because it's like even your immediate family alone is bigger than oh, a just lot like of immediate bio family yeah yeah We're even pretty- immediate family is humongous let alone the like the, the, all the people that we've network. added exactly yeah, the extended family that we've added kind of like the immediate family see exactly. that like that's the thing like there's so many people and it's like to not be able to provide consistently for those people would actually kind of like break my heart so Sorry if that family is gonna have to be kicked out so that my niece. No, I don't think home. I could displace someone to place my people. I would not obviously like displace someone, but if they're don't say obviously because you were talking about kicking families out for projects. oh my gosh, I'm not gonna kick You're out any about families. Out God damn, but if they're if they're building new condominiums, you know, I'm just gonna like buy a couple. Where, where do you think they are building these new condominiums? Look, ma'am, I did not tell them to destroy anything, <laughs> that was a choice. I came after the fact. I came after the fact. You're benefiting from the misfortune. I I came after the fact to make my coin so that my niece can look bomb at prom. So from that $7 million, you can't spare $2,000 for your your niece's prom fit. I could. Okay. Or I could, you know, generate that well. (laughs) Get a job. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. That will be my job full time. Generating wealth. Yeah. No. See, I feel like that's what you're gonna break up with your partner if you get with the lottery. Because we, even that's the thing. Like, I feel like I would literally change. Even me and you, we'd stop being friends. To be honest. Oh no! Imagine. (laughs) So you would hate me though. You said generating wealth, I'd block you. (laughs) I get on Instagram one day, guys, generating wealth, block. Girlies, like how to in how to use your money like how to not waste your money in your 20s oh my gosh not because there's anything wrong with not wasting your money in your 20s i just don't <laughs> but yeah no i would feel i feel like my focus would be there yeah and i feel like that's why i just stopped getting along very long i can only life. talk to people who make money if you wake up in the morning and don't want and don't think about making money you're not for me if you think of life is about anything other than making but that's money, also a very miserable life like spending your days being on the hustle being on the grind that's what you want in it but that's, that's the thing like if you win the lot if i like i were to win the lot i wouldn't have like much of a choice if the money came and went and people still had needs that I couldn't help meet, you know, like I still had limitations because of the amount of money I have access to, like, I would absolutely hate myself and I would have no choice, but to spend my days thinking about money, that's the sacrifice you make. And that's why you don't buy lottery tickets. Y'all win the lottery. If you win the lottery, send some my way. Karen might not want it, but I do. <laughs> I don't. So send some my uh, money. If you ever want to send money, my PayPal is, no, I'm kidding. Y'all don't send me, ew, don't do that. <laughs> But you imagine, yeah. ew. What people sending you money? 
Oh my gosh. Sometimes people send like content creators money and I'm like, why? Why? Like, I just don't like, because if you're buying a product, that's different. But it's like, why are you like- just sending me money for being here? Literally, we just share our stupid opinions. Like, this is why we're getting money. Never take me seriously. I'm not smart. I I feel like I say this a decent amount, but I really want to like, ingrained in. in people's brain get it in right there like bro we get so many dms of people being like you guys oh, are like, so like so role model i like get some girl said she was starstruck because i was talking i was like damn can you stop that like y'all we're regular yeah we're literally regular people oh my gosh we were literally we're regular people just like you. Just like you relatable no but we're regular <laughs> people in the sense that like I should literally I, I, just no. like befriend you in the day to day, just like we're nothing to be starstruck over is what I want to say. But if you want to be, but if you feel if you want like, to be, oh, guys, if you want to be starstruck, September 9th to eleventh, we're gonna be at Rolling Loud. We're gonna have our own booth. <laughs> we're gonna have our own booth in the corner. Okay, yeah, while future's come performing, say come say hi. We're gonna it's sign a couple good. of like if you guys have our merch. We're Ew, we, we did autographs how do oh you my gosh you? i don't have a signature you're a grown woman so you need to that's my key, bro i just signed my name that's what, like it's nobody's care i mean yeah so this episode you know shout out kevin samuels r.i.p um the ultimate oh, fuck he is ass. Uh, I forgot about that person people are assholes and that's what it is mm-hmm.